Hello and welcome to episode 158 of Beyond the Weight with Henny and Sandy. Hello. 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 How are you? I'm really, I'm really quite well. You know what? I have my arrow garden and I've been growing cilantro in my arrow garden. And I have to tell you, I put three pods of cilantro in to grow Mm -hmm. and one never grew. Like those seeds never sprouted. The other, the seeds sprouted. And then the very first time I cut some of the the stalks off and to use the leaves, it was done. Like it never, that was the end of it. But I'm telling you, the third one, it's almost as if every time I cut some of the the stalks off, yeah. they multiply. Like this cilantro plant is growing and growing and growing and growing. And it just, like, it's the cilantro plant that keeps on giving. It's amazing. So, so I'm going to say, because when we were chatting one day, and I could see your air garden in the back. And I actually thought, what in the world is growing like crazy? It's big. Truly. And and one of the stalks was like, I think it was probably, I don't know, 18 inches tall. Okay. 22 Jack. inches tall. Like it was, it was almost two feet tall. Like it was huge. And <laughs> Uh, it was ridiculous, really. Anyway, I've pruned it all down. It's much more yeah. manageable right now. But, yeah, it just keeps growing and growing, which is great because yeah, I just right. keep, you know, bringing my scissors over and chopping a little <laughs> bit more off. It's fabulous. <laughs> oh, adding it to, you know, any concoction that has black beans and corn. You you know it. Anything. Any, pretty much anything that I make. When when Philip, we were, when we walked to the dog this morning, I don't even know what we were chatting about, but I said something about avocado and Henny. And then he's like, because I said, I still find it ridiculous. I think that's what I said. And, and then he's like, but she likes guacamole. I said, no, Phil, she doesn't. That's the thing. Why even bother eating Mexican? Because the guacamole or the avocado is the thing that makes it all slimy and like, not slimy, but smooth and creamy. Creamy. That's the word I'm looking for. My favorite, as you know, my favorite, favorite, favorite cuisine is Mexican. But I'm not that fussy about cheese. <laughs> and I don't like avocado or guacamole. No. no. You know, I do. I don't get it. And and I, love, I, I, I also, love a bean, any kind of bean, a black yeah. bean, a pinto mm. bean, a refried bean. I love all of them. I love a tortilla. I love a nacho chip. I love nacho. I, I love pico de gallo. I love salsa. I like I mm, all of that stuff. Delicious. I I I I don't understand it. Anyway. But not an avocado. No thanks. No. No. What I should do, because I did take a photo, because you remember that I had bought the grow bags and that I was trying to, and I'd bought all these like seeds and everything. Um, And so I did, it was November because it was the day I was, it was November 10th, I think, I think because I came home the 11th to the 18th. So the, it might even have been the morning of the 11th. You know what? It was, I was like, I got to get these damn seeds in and get them planted. And so I did that. I planted them, whatever. And I came back and they were all like, I could see all the little things budding. But slowly over time, everything like just kind of died. I did have my kale. My kale and the tomatoes were the only ones that were surviving. And then one day I came out because the kale was just starting and I came out and it looked like all the birds had eaten. So the stalks were left, but all the kale was off of the stalks. So I just had these like little stalks. So I was like, you know what? This is way too much effort for like nothing. This is obviously, I gave it, you know, a, a good go. Yeah. And this is even after, so that was November. This is after Graham and Alexandra left. So because January. I was out there with my crutches trying to maneuver things. Right. Any, anywho. So eventually I, I emptied all the grow bags, cleaned them, brought the seeds when I went in March that was left over. I gave them to Emmeline for her garden. And the tomato was still there. So I wasn't going to just throw it. I thought, let's just see what happens. Henny, uh, I don't know, maybe three weeks ago, I went out and I noticed these little, little 
baby little tomatoes were growing and I thought, let's see what happens. All this long story to tell you that I actually have a little red tomato that I thought a bird had eaten because I saw it was get it was green and then it was getting like it was orange and then right. and then I went and then it, it wasn't there but it had fallen off of the oh, plant. Right, right, right. Yes, but now I think I have like five green tomatoes on my plant. So oh. this is like, I mean, you know, feels like what a harvest we have. Like, <laughs> you know. We're now in April. And we, we and got it, ourselves five green tomatoes and one red one. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but you it's know? still exciting. Well, it was really exciting. I think we're going to eat that one tomato tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's that what's that expression when when you have like a pittance of something? Oh, of money. Don't spend it all in one place. Yes. <laughs> don't right. don't don't eat it all in one meal. I'll be like, mm, this tastes so good. S- spread that harvest out a little bit. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, you know, I was very disappointed because I really, really wanted to, you know, grow some. Have a whole bunch of stuff growing. Wanted to, yes, my own harvest. Anyway, didn't happen. Another, <sighs> another time maybe. Another failed attempt, but at least I tried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at least All right. I tried. I have something, that, like a story that I have to tell you because I, and I've been sitting on this story for a little while because oh. I keep, but I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget to tell you, yeah. but then it just hasn't come up. And I'm like, I, I absolutely need to tell this story today. So, okay. It's, I mean, it's not much. It's not that, it's not even important, but it's, I think it's funny. So, a couple of weeks ago, Mark's supervisor, his, he, he was celebrating his first grandchild. And, and so he's, he's notoriously crotchety. And so, and, and miserable and yells at people and is not very friendly, but he was in a really great mood because he was celebrating the birth of his first grandchild. And so he bought coffee and donuts for all Ooh. of the guys that work for him. So there were several boxes of donuts. So I'm told, like, that's the story. And so, so anyways, so Mark's telling me this, you know, like, just, I mean, he's telling me because he's telling me about, like, this, you know, his miserable old boss buys them all donuts and coffee. This is unheard of. Like, this is like, he's turned over a new leaf, you know. (laughs) I don't care about any of that. The only thing I want to know, the detail that is missing from the story for me. Yes is what kind of donut did you eat? Yeah. (laughs) He never told me. And so I was like, after all the story, I was like, well, did you eat a donut? And he was like, yeah, I had a donut. I'm like, well, were you going to tell me what kind of donut you had? And he was like, oh, he's like a honey dip. I'm so glad that you pulled that face because I'm like, so there were boxes and boxes of donuts. You could have chosen any donut to have and you picked the honey dip. I was so confused. I was like, I think I said, that was an interesting choice. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so he was like, should I not have picked that one? And I said, well, it might be the most boring of all the options. Yeah, but I mean, well, not know. necessarily because old fashioned plain would be the would be the ranking below that. Yeah, maybe, but but at least an old fashioned plain is like a cake donut. Like it's that's true. It's dense, you know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I was so confused. I was like, really? Whoa! <laughs> 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 you don't see eye to eye on the donut front. <laughs> Clearly, clearly we do not. Oh so, my goodness. I, so he's like, well, what should I have picked? And I said, well, I mean, the, lots of options. I said, a sour cream glazed. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I said, an apple fritter. Yep. And he mm-hmm. was like, oh, he's like, yeah, I like an apple fritter. Like, see? Mm-hmm. Apple fritter would have been a much better choice. And they have they now add have added more apple to the apple fritter. Mm. Because they were, I mean, you know how I feel about Tim Hortons because all of a sudden they have like specialty donuts. It's not freaking specialty donuts. It was like your 
freaking started your business with. It was like, it's a core, <laughs> it's a core product for Christ's sake. <laughs> yes. Yes. Annoy me. Yes. Yeah. Annoying. I know. So annoying. So, okay. You know, this, so the other day I was super excited because finally, since March, 2020, Peru has said we don't need to wear a mask when we just are outside in an open area, which means right. I can like walk my dog without having to wear a mask. Right. Two years is a long time to be doing that. It's ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, anyways, I was really excited. So the next day I was like walking around. I was like feeling it. I was really feeling it. I had like a really like a bright colored like shirt on and the sun was shining and I had my sunglasses on and I and I did like I had no mask. And then I walked under a tree and I thought, oh, something feels weird. And I looked and a bird had shit on me. And so I took a photo with a, with a not very happy face, like, what the hell? You know, whatever. And so I posted it. But what I'm, why I'm telling you this is because then people are like, oh, it's good luck. It's supposed to be good luck. Do you know who it's good luck for? Only people who say it's good luck are people who've never been shit on by a bird. <laughs> so when I see you shit on by a bird, it's good luck for me. Because, no, it's not. Because I didn't get, uh, I didn't get plastered. No, you, if you got shit on by a bird, you wouldn't say to someone, oh, it's, good, it's supposed to be good luck. Well, it wasn't it, good luck. Like, no. it's not good luck. No, anyway. it's not good. It's not good luck. <laughs> then I, so then I was like desperately trying to wipe it off because like, I don't know, like, I, I mean, th those things like that, that stuff stains shit, you know? Like yeah. I was like, now it's going to stain my nice shirt and everything, but it didn't. I was able to get home. Okay. You know, crisis was averted. Crisis was averted. Phew. All good. But here's the funnier part of that whole story. So, okay. so I went that day also I went to go and pick up the dog from from the groomers and I was walking out and, and that the whole day I was like why are it so like you don't have to wear your mask outside like I understand there's going to be a percentage of the population that are going to but I also know there's going to be a large percentage that are not going to but I'm like yeah. why is everyone wearing their mask why is everyone still wearing their mask why aren't they only to find out that even though the health authority had done like a press conference televised to say this mm -hmm. is happening. Then that evening when everyone is sleepy buys in their bed, they decided to say, oh, but it doesn't start till May 1st. Oh, so when they announced it, they didn't announce a start date. Like they just announced it as if this is what's happening. And then yes. later they said, yes. oh, by the way. Yes. And later, by the way, which is typical Peru. You know, you can wake up at, at you know, in the morning and at two o'clock, the Congress, you know, decided something anyway. Anyway, so now we have to wait for May 1st, which I understand is the same thing that happened in Ontario. It's like, you know, two weeks from now, you're going to be able to do whatever. Mm -hmm. What difference does it make if you've made the decision now? What difference is what between now and then make? I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, especially because for you from now, like from now until May 1st, I mean, when this podcast comes, like we're recording this a few days before the podcast comes out, but it's only a couple of days away. It's not like something is going to change. It's not like a holiday is over or a weekend is like a, a special occasion. Weekend has just happened. It's like, yep. it just is the truly the only thing that has happened is May or April has turned to May. Correct. Correct. So anyway, so that's, that's, that's still why the bird targeted you. The bird targeted me because he was like, what up, lady? What are you yeah. doing? You are supposed to have a mask on your face. So I'm going to shit on you. <laughs> and that's what it did. It <gasps> shat on me. Anyway. I'm sorry that happened. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate it. I appreciate your sympathy. <laughs> You're welcome. That's about <laughs> all I can offer you. <laughs> I would offer to do the laundry, but that would be a challenge. That would be a challenge. It would. <laughs> it would. It would. It would. Okay. So last week we were chatting about friendships. Mm -hmm. And then we were talking about, you know, why the men, like men that we know don't seem to have, like, friends that they either like go out with or talk about things with or whatever Do they, mm -hmm. they don't so of course then I had to you know have a conversation with my husband about it 
Mm-hmm. And and so he here is why for him he is okay. Said, oh, this is so, interesting. Yes. So he, so so Phil said that one is that he just doesn't seem to have the time for that. He said if like that would require me to shift thing other things that are are in my life to make time for that. Mm-hmm pretty well that he spends, he said, whatever free time I have, I spend with you. Mm-hmm. So, but of course, what do you think then? How do I feel about that? Right. So that makes you feel like you're holding him back from having. Exactly. Friends. Yeah, exactly. And so I said, well, but I said, well, if you want to do something with somebody or whatever, like that's fine. I can find something to entertain myself with or whatever. Right. Hmm. But I think that that's, pretty well always been like that like you know like the weekends were always sort of the time that we spent together I very rarely would make plans that didn't include doing something with him Mm -hmm. you know even at night whatever I mean if I do it's because it's something I really want to do and somebody I really want to spend time with um so sorry if you're listening and I've said no I can't do something at some point because now you (laughs) now, now you know (laughs) <laughs> you're not you're not in the in the in the inner circle <laughs> yeah um but so so there's that he also says he said like I just can't imagine my like speaking to anybody he said like if it was like about my relationship with you he said mm. I, I just couldn't imagine that I, there's anyone like family or anyone that I would want to even have a discussion about our relationship with. Right. If, if, and I said, well, but you'd never need to anyways, because I'm like, what, whatever Perfect. could you have to, what could you have to say? <laughs> of course. Because Obviously. I'm amazing and our relationship <laughs> is perfect because yeah. of me. So... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Good, good thing you wouldn't talk about it because there's nothing to say. Exactly. As, as my thought, as, as Phil's dad was here and as he said that he says, you two seem to have a very harmonious relationship. That's what ah. he said. So whatever and that you, means. And you said, said you. on the surface. <laughs> 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 we did a good job. I pulled it off for 10 full days. I'm totally <laughs> teasing you. <laughs> I am an actress. I, I, did a, I did a good job. Um, That's and the, and so he, he actually even said, he, he made a comment about something. He made a comment about me, like about something about me and the, and my kids. That's mm. what he said. Something about you and the kids. That's what he said. And so like at the time I didn't, it didn't really click in, but then you know how your mind works. And then I was like, what does he mean? Did someone in like, does someone that he knows like try to like talk him out of getting married to me? I could, mm-hmm. I, you know, like, of course, I made this whole story up in my of head. Of course you did, yeah. And so then I had to revisit this whole conversation the other night and say to him, like, what did you mean when you said, like, does someone try to? And he's like, no. And and then I said, oh, it was when you were trying to decide whether or not, like, what that would look like to be in a relationship. Because he was 25 years old. Yeah. And, you know, I, I was not. And, and, um, and there were two kids, right. That yeah. obviously were going to be a part of the, the package. The and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that's what he meant. He said like for him, he remembers at the time, like not having someone that he felt that he could have a conversation with about that. And so he always kind of just deals with it himself, which I don't think is the best way like I think that there are issues and things that come up that sometimes you need to have he he feels he doesn't like he said if it's a work-related thing like I have people at work Mm. through like the people that I know like maybe that are more senior whatever that Mm -hmm. that that I will go and speak to about that about whether Mm -hmm. it's a that I want to make or where my career is going and all of that Mm -hmm. he said when it comes to like personal things he's he said no and then he was very sweet because he's like he's like like you're my best friend so you know but that only kind of works if it's not with me uh, the mm-hmm. issue or if there's something that's 
not working with me. Right. So as I say it, Phil has like he's pretty forward about stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. He would he would just come and say something. He would say something to me. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's, it's really interesting because that's, that's my experience with, yeah, that's my experience with the straight men in my life as well, that it's like their partner is their best friend and that's kind of it. And, and it's the same, right? It's like, and, and I think that my i i know that my dad has said something very similar that he's like well he's like when i'm at work like i'm with the guys that i work with and if there are issues at work i have people that i can talk to about work stuff and but like anything else why would i want to talk to anyone other than your mom you know like yeah. and and i know that like mark has said similar things i mean not exactly that cuz we we didn't have this exact conversation but he has said that also you know I remember even quite early on in our in our relationship when I said like I'd really like like to meet your friends and he was like like you want to meet my cousin that cuts my hair you know like (laughs) and I'm like well like if he's your friend like I want to he's like well I mean he's like I see him every week because he cuts my hair but like he's not my friend and I was like oh okay And, but like, it's, that's it. Like he's got the guys at work and that's it. Like, and the only person that he tells, like that he tells like just random things to is me. Yeah. You know, and which, I mean, I say it like I'm, you know, scoffing and that's so strange, but I mean, it's not necessarily, I don't think it's necessarily bad or good. I mean, you know, Uh yeah. I'm always yeah. like, okay, so this thing happened and I have to, for, like, I have to tell Mark and then I have to tell Chen, yeah. and tell Sandy yeah. and I have to call my sister and tell her. And then, and then I'm like, yeah. now I've told the story like five times. <laughs> can, I just, can we just do a Zoom? Can we just do a, can, can, just do a <laughs> yeah, can we just get all together so I can say it once and then everyone knows? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so then I will always, not always, often, I'll like, when I'm talking to Tim, I'll say, okay, so I think I told you this already. And he, he's like, guaranteed you didn't tell me. He's like, you told someone else, but you haven't told me yet. So just tell me. I'm like, okay. I think actually in all of the years of me saying, I think I've told you this already. It only has happened ever once that I had actually told him every Uh other time when I say, I think I told you this already. He's like, no, never heard that story before. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But do you, as it became, have you ever been telling someone a story and then you realize that you already told them that? Like I find myself often telling a story and then as I'm telling it, I'm thinking, wait a minute, I think this person already said this to me or, and then I'll be like, did I already tell you that? Mm -hmm. You know, because I hate when people repeat themselves, like keep telling the same story. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And I have a hard time saying, yeah, you told me. Right. <laughs> yeah, or you've mentioned that yeah. 500 times, but yeah. yeah. But I have it sometimes when people are telling me things that I'm like, okay, like you've mentioned this. I kind of know what you're doing, but like fill in uh, the details for me again. Like, right. So, you know, but that's very different from a person who has like told you the exact same story with the exact same words a hundred thousand times because, yeah. you know, that I find a little tedious. Yeah. Uh-huh. But if I'm hearing something for the second time and there are some added details, I don't really mind. Yeah. Yeah. So you're good, <laughs> Sandy. Don't worry. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes you do say to me, like, have I told you yeah. this before? And often you haven't. Often I'm like, yeah. no, I have, I have not heard this before. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I do. I'm like, did I even tell you? Yeah. No. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. Anyway, so I just, I just thought I would share that because I thought... Oh, okay. It's the time thing and the commitment. And he also said just, he also, the other thing he said was that I don't really know anybody, like even work colleagues that I would want to, I don't, yep. like that, that I would want to, to spend any more time with than that. I said, mm-hmm. but here's the, here's the downside of that because 
if you don't make an effort to actually try and and engage and build a friendship with someone, it's kind of crappy that you only base not thinking that you'd want to on some, you know, random like like interactions that don't often like don't happen every single day, you know, because you often mm. you do work with people that you don't have many conversations. Okay, here's an example for you. Okay. Because when, when we did the try a try, then you found out that the guy, like one of the teachers. Yeah. And you yeah, had so, no idea. Yeah. So when we did the try a triathlon and we were there the morning of, we were, or the, the, whenever it was, we were ready to go and we were like standing around in our bathing suits and, and some, and a teacher from my school who works at my school, like walked up to me and like started talking to me. And then the next year when I did the, the sprint triathlon, he was there, he was doing the exact same one that I was doing. Uh, and so we chatted again at that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had no idea that I didn't even know that he was into that sort of stuff. I mean, he's done an Ironman. Like yeah. he, like he's yeah. into that kind of activity. Um, yeah, I had no idea. And, but I will, and we hadn't really even had a conversation, like just the two of us, like any conversation that we had had prior to that day, when he like yeah. walked up to me and talked to me, any conversation we'd had would have been like, there were three or four of us there and mm -hmm. he was engaging in a conversation with one of the other people. And I happened to be there. Right. You know, but he and I had never really had that, like, had a conversation. But ever since that day, he regularly chats with me at school. Yeah. yeah. That's, and that's the, that's the thing is that you assume that maybe you don't have anything in common. And then you find out that you have this, you know, this common interest. Yeah. And so that's, but that's how things, that's how friendships begin. Well, really. and then the common interest turns into like other things like, oh, yes. and we have the same sense of humor and yes. we, you know, and so then the conversation is actually quite easy because. Yeah. 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 It's, it's more, yeah. Well, it's more and more familiar, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking with my student. Well, I was going to say, I was talking with my students today. I was talking at my students today because my <laughs> yeah. students don't really talk to me this year. Um, but we're reading a story and something happens in the story where like, sh like the character just met the right person at the right time. And so mm -hmm. the question that I posed to the kids was, you know, is, do you believe that that's true? That sometimes you just meet the right person at the right time. And if you believe it, like, can you give an example? And yeah. from what I could tell, they fully believe that that was true. Mm -hmm. You know, that sometimes you just, you're in the right spot at the right place. The right person comes along, you know, for whatever it might be. Right. And, uh, but it was, it was, it's, you have to be in different places if you want that to happen. Yes. You know, that's right. Yeah. So you it's know. work, friendship. Yeah, it is. I have yeah. uh, one other thing that I was thinking about today because I'm reading a book right now that's called Biased. And the subtitle is Uncovering the Hidden Prejudice That Shapes What We See, Think, and Do. And mm -hmm. so I saw, I saw the title, I think the book must have been mentioned in another book that I was reading that when I heard mm. about like this title, I thought, Ooh, biased, like that sounds interesting. And so I grabbed the book and I'm just over halfway through. It's very interesting. It's, it's very, it's very much about the way that we live with unconscious bias about mm. all sorts of things, but particularly when it comes to race and how that features in all different areas and examples and different people and, you know, and, but, but the, the, the concept of, you know, even when you, when you've been trained a certain way, 
even when you try not to think that same way or you try not to like let your your mind go on autopilot it still does right and mm. and she gives this example of going on a vacation to Jamaica with her family. So she's there with her husband and she had three, I think she said she has three boys and it was like when they were in their early teens. So they weren't driving yet. Yeah. And so they rented a car and they were going, but of course there the, um, the roads are set up the way that they are in Great Britain. So Mm -hmm. for us, it feels like you're driving on the wrong side of the road. And so she tells this story of like her husband is driving and he's like concentrating really hard because he knows he's on the right side of the car instead of the left. And he's on the left side of the road instead of the right. And, you know, and, and then he comes to an intersection and he's like creeping up, creeping up, creeping up. And he's totally looking the wrong way. Like he's looking the way that he's trained to look because of his years and years of driving and she said and so was I and she said and it was the kids in the back seat who don't drive and so they have no reason to understand that there's a left and a right and a whatever they noticed that there was a car coming and they like yelled at, at, at the dad to like stop 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 and sure enough like the car barrel on past and like it was a good thing they stopped but this was the example of like even when you're concentrating so hard and you're trying so hard not to let that bias seep in because it's so ingrained in you it's still it's still there and so so the book is very interesting obviously it's right up my alley uh you know content wise but this is what I was thinking about I was thinking about bias when it comes to food Mm. and so I thought "Ooh, this is something that that we can chat about um like tonight when we record so I was thinking that we might do like just to start like just for a little fun okay a food association game so I'm gonna give you a word and then you tell me the first food that comes to mind Oh my god! Is this a three-letter an- name for an, a th- an animal with three letters? I it's not. Like it no, it's not Family Feud. Uh, <laughs> there's no, you know, twenty-second time limit. No one okay. will make fun of you if you give a silly answer. Well, maybe I'll make a little funny, a little fun of you, but okay. you can't, you can't, you can't give the wrong answer. Okay. 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 So the first food that comes to mind when you hear the word healthy. Oh, kale. The first food that comes to mind when you hear the word indulgent. Ooh, uh, pecan pie. Ooh, good one. Okay. (laughs) First food that comes to mind when you think of light. Light. Um, Milk. Okay. Sinful. Ooh, sinful. Sinful, ooh. Pecan Mm. pie. (laughs) sinful i'm going to say walnut crunch oh okay what about the first food that comes to mind when you hear the word good good Mm. Ooh, good oh that i'm stumped good all right well i think good what's good that's a dumb word that's what it is good yeah it is good Good. Okay. Oh, good. Okay, good. I would say, uh, like, can I say fats? Yeah, sure. Okay, fats. Like healthy okay. fats. Good. And good. last one, first food that comes to mind when you hear the word rich. Rich. Oh, yeah. Rich would be... Uh, caramel. What did you say? Pecan <laughs> pie. I was going to say it. I know. I was going to say it again. Pecan pie. Oh, caramel. Okay. Caramel. Okay, good, good, good. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, when I wrote the words, I was thinking, okay, what's my word? Like, what, what do I think of first? So yeah. healthy kale. Really? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. We have to match. Indulgent, I thought ice cream. Okay. Light, salad. Okay. Sinful, chocolate. Mm-hmm. Good apple. Okay. 
I think because like I thought like uh you know like <laughs> a an apple a day keeps the doctor away like I just sort of like think like that's good food I don't know you know you know what would have been better good egg you know the <laughs> you're a good egg you are a good egg <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that would have been good. That would have been clever. Um, yes. And then the last one, rich. You know what the very first food that came to mind when I heard the word rich was? A Nanaimo oh. bar. Oh, that's a good one. Rich. Yeah, that is rich. Mm. I do you like Nanaimo bars. Yes. Oh, I'm not a fan. Mm. I don't mind. I don't like the middle. Mm. So I love the bottom because the bottom has coconut yes. in it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's like a brownie with coconut. Yep. It doesn't really get better. Um, I like the middle because it's super sweet, and I do like super sweet. Okay. But, like, is an Nanaimo bar my favorite thing in the whole wide world? No. Like, I'd rather have a Hello Dolly. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'd rather, okay. like, amp up the coconut. And, and I don't need, like, a full chocolate treat. Yeah. I, I've I've gone off chocolate, actually. I mean, I'm not off anything, I think, but But chocolate would never be my first choice. Thanks for your honesty. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Like, even with a walnut crunch, the thing is, for me, is, like, it's really the the icing. It's the glaze and the walnuts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's not the fact that it's chocolate. No, it's not. No. No. Same. Same for me. Yeah. I'm really, you know what I feel like I'm craving today is an orange twist. <laughs> I thought you were going to say an orange. And I was like, ooh, I have no. an orange in my fridge. That would be delicious. I would never be craving an orange. Come on. <laughs> so anyway, I was just, I was thinking about, because I've been reading this book about bias and the the way that we just are trained to think a certain way Mm -hmm. um you know I was thinking about bias when it comes to food you know and and just how well and you know we've talked about this before and we see it all the time in ourselves and in other people that you just have a sense you have this uh like unexplainable understanding that there are foods that are healthy and there are foods that are not healthy and there are foods yeah. that you should eat and foods that you shouldn't eat and it's really well it's really difficult i mean i think it's quite something that when you hear the word good the first thing that comes to mind for you is fats to think about yeah. like good fats i mean i think that's really telling that you know that is sort of a shift in in bias that you have really embraced right Mm. yeah to think about fats as being good Mm -hmm. yeah well that was a fun little game but I, I and it's I can see that I mean how many decisions and and things do we we like how many things actions and things do we do a day that are purely just based on like these biases that we've you know either they're well they're learned you know whether mm-hmm. whether someone has told us whether it's from experience whether it's uh, marketing and and that's just been you know bombarding us for years so well even something as simple or silly as foods that are appropriate or inappropriate for certain meals yes yeah. you know like to you know to think about food like breakfast foods yeah you know and and to think of you know well you can't have a salad at breakfast you know but i mean why not? not if you can. want yeah. a salad at breakfast, have a salad at breakfast, you know, or yeah. you can't have eggs for dinner. Well, also, why not? You know? And yes. so I, I think very much, and some of it is, like you said, what you've been explicitly taught. But a lot of it, and I think probably the the majority of it is just from what you take in. Yeah. From, from what you experience in your own household, from what you see, from what, you know, television yes, shows exactly. you. Mm-hmm. Very, that's interesting. It's a, it's a good reminder to maybe question some of the things that we do. 
Mm-hmm. And to be to be cognizant cognizant of the fact that even when you are really really trying to focus on something or to focus on changing the way you think about something you you still can get caught back up in that old way of thinking exactly yeah exactly that's why those habits are just so hard to I mean, they, they take it, they take effort, right? It's like, you can't just, you can't just, you know, assume that, you know, after X amount of time that you have made a shift because mm-hmm. when, you know, when you're tired, when you're not paying as close attention, then those are the things because they are so strongly ingrained, you know, that you, that you can just slip back into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because I don't remember what we were in the car with. I was with Phil and with his dad, and his dad was saying something, and I I don't remember what it was, but honestly, in my head, I all I could think about was, well, of course you don't see that because you're a white man, you've never had to. Yeah. You know, like yeah, that's why. Yeah. You know, like you you aren't aren't looking at things through someone else's you know eyes like living someone else's life to understand their experience or to you can't i don't even know if you can understand someone else's experience i think to listen and hear someone else's experience yeah. and maybe be open to to acknowledging that their experience was not your experience and the reason it was was purely based on the color of your skin. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, I I was like and and after and I I honestly wish I could remember what the conversation was cuz after I said to Phil, I said I was like in the back seat when your dad and he's like it's so he goes I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. But but there's the other thing is that we were both thinking it and Phil said something but it wasn't like a strong Right. Opposition to it. But he questioned it. Like it was a questioning thing about like, but, you know, it was again. And then it makes you think like, why, why didn't I just say something? Like, Mm. because by not saying anything means that I actually have the same view as you do. Right. Right. Or I'm, I, yeah, I'm perpetuating it because I'm allowing it to continue. Yeah. 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 It's tough. Right. It's tough. Yeah. 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 I mean, this is not nearly as important to, you know, the the well-being and care of people. Um, but it's the same it's exactly the same, you know, along the lines of what you're saying, is that sometimes I find that in WW workshops that people will say things and I some like and I don't necessarily want to question or correct yeah. what's been said because I don't, maybe I don't want to draw attention to the, to it in the first, like, for example, yeah. like thing, like someone will be talking and they'll be like, oh, well, you know, well, I, you know, I, I did really bad this weekend or blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah. And so there's a part of me that's like, I want to reframe what you've just said because I want you and us all mm-hmm. to get away from saying that we were or did good or bad things. Mm-hmm. Um, but then on the other hand, I'm like, but I don't want to draw attention to the fact that you just said this and draw out this conversation even longer. Like I'd rather yeah. just sort of move on past, you know, but, right. you know, uh, so I, I find in situ and like, yeah. and that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is a, a super in societally and for the real genuine compassion and care of hu- the, you know, the human race, like this is, um, you know, not important at all. It's, it's a, you know, microscopic thing, but, mm-hmm. but in the, in the field of, health and wellness and food and diet culture and all of that, like it's pretty significant language when we talk about, you know, I was good. I, 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 because I heard a lot of this in the, in recent weeks with the, 
with the holidays with Passover yeah. and Easter and yeah. you know that you know well I was I was really good or well yeah I, I just and I mean and I've said those things in the past too yeah I was really good or I was really bad or I was really good until this happened or whatever and yeah. like and I, but like now I find it quite cringy. <laughs> you know? well, I, I was just going to say that. Like I've, I'm very, I've, I've so sensitive to it. Like when yeah. I hear, hear certain language, you know, like, ugh, like, yeah. Okay. First of all, you're not, a, you're not bad because you no. ate something like that doesn't no. make you a bad person. No. And, you and mean, I don't even think that, that, that it wasn't like, the, you know, that you feel wasn't the best choice at that time, but you made that decision. You, you, you know, you did something. And so now you can do something different. Yeah. Like, yeah. And just because you like, just because you chose to eat something that, you know, maybe at this point in time, you wish you hadn't, where you wish you changed, you wish you'd chosen yeah. something different. Doesn't mean that you did something bad. No. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like you didn't, it's not a punishable act. Yeah, <laughs> like you didn't break a law, you didn't commit a crime, you didn't yeah. hurt another person. Like yeah. I don't really you know, like <laughs> it but but we're so caught in that, you know? And so yeah. you know, your point about like why don't I say something like why didn't I say something? And you know, when things like that happen in workshops, I and different times I react, like I, I do something different. And I think sometimes it depends on who says it too. That, For sure. Like sometimes I'll, I won't say anything and we just barrel on past. Sometimes mm -hmm. I'll like repeat what they said, but like change a little bit of what they said to like yeah. avoid that terminology and then like keep going with it. You know, and then sometimes I will say like, okay, well, let's talk about the fact that you just said this. Yeah. You know, but yeah, sometimes, sometimes in the moment when it happens, I'm not, that's not true. In the moment when it happens, I react to it in one of those three ways instantly without, without having a conscious like, mm -hmm. you know, conversation with myself about what I should or shouldn't do. But then afterwards, I always think like, was that the right response? Was that what I should have done? You know, mm -hmm. like, and sometimes often I think that that's probably the best way that things could have been handled. But sometimes I'm like, oh, I wish I'd said something. Or sometimes I think like, I wish I'd said less, you know, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's, hard. it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Uh -uh. Yeah. But I do yeah. think that, you know, you have to say something. Mm. Mm, yeah. Like, even if all the something is, is the, is the rephrasing, you know, like, yeah. it, I don't think it necessarily has to be a big, you know, conflict bound situation, but, yeah, yeah. but, uh, but it's, it's hard to do that sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Even when it's, you know, insignificant. Mm -hmm. But, but I think that the more we, the more we reframe what we're saying, the more we rephrase what other people are saying, the more we hear, uh, you know, uh, the, uh, the more we hear phrasing that is going to be helpful rather than harmful mm. to ourselves, hopefully the more familiar it becomes to all of us, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. And just like you said, you know, that, that though, like to say things about, you know, being good or bad or being good or being bad that, you know, that you've become very sensitive to that particular terminology. Mm -hmm. And I know I have too. So, you know, that's the, I mean, that's, that's it, right? Like the more you're in tune to it, the more yeah. you're trying to change that habit for yourself, the more sensitive you are to it. But, you know, if you keep doing it, then hopefully we get more people sensitive to it as well, I guess is what yeah. I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because uh, the more people who are, who speak about it, 
then you have the opportunity for more people to hear it and to hear it on more than one occasion too. That's it. And from a different yeah. voice and in a different yeah. location, if, you yeah. know? Yeah. 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 But yeah, yeah, that's, that's one of those things that I'm like, wow, we still do this a lot. We still yeah. talk about doing good and doing bad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Be, being good and being bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Far too much. Yeah. From a very, very young age, I don't even know why we would have had this conversation, but but I remember as a very, very young kid, like four maybe, like like in my earliest memories. Um my parents like telling us my you know, my brother me um that you could never say bad about a person that huh. that in in particular about a kid like that a, like yeah. if a kid misbehaved they weren't a bad kid and like that is yeah. ingrained it's seared into my memory them huh. And they were, and through my whole life, they were very, very deliberate and adamant about the way that they worded things like that, that, mm -hmm. that a child was never bad. A huh. child misbehaved, a child didn't do what they were supposed to, but a child was never bad. And, and then, <laughs> then when my mom started getting dogs, it was the same thing. <laughs> Dogs oh. made poor choices. Dogs didn't do what you <laughs> wanted them to do, but the dog also was never bad. But from a very, very young age, my definitely, definitely kids were not bad. And so I think, um, yeah, I've never really thought about that recently or thought about it in relation to the way we talk about the food that we eat or the choices we make about our food, yeah. you know? But, you know, if, if you can't, if you inherently aren't bad, then, you know, you said, you know, you, you make a food choice that maybe wasn't one that you're happy about, but yeah. I mean, that's all it was. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So funny. Yeah. So I haven't funny. thought about that in a long time. No. We were definitely Ooh. not allowed to say that. You could not say like bad boy, bad girl, like no 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 no. That huh. was that was yeah. Intelde was not allowed. <laughs> Along with, you know, other stupid. things that weren't allowed. Yeah. yeah, stupid, not allowed. Pee and poo, yeah. not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> those those words were too vulgar. <laughs> I'm not joking. 